Hello everyone and welcome back to the Mixed Bag Podcast. This is episode four of the show and we have a very special guest today. I'm really looking forward to this one. We have future superstar Ashin Nee. Ashin, how are you? I'm good now, thanks for having me. How are you? I'm very good. Really appreciate you coming on. I was really looking forward to, to getting you on. I think the last few episodes have been kind of promoting people from Letterkenny as well in terms of the business side of things, but I think uh, to be able to promote your skill and your talent is, is something that's that, that's good for the town and good for the county as well. So definitely was looking forward to getting you on. No, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, I suppose how you how you find the these COVID lockdown restrictions? How are you keeping at the minute? Yeah, it's it's been like it's been a strange year. Just you know having that much time in your hands, um, but I think it's just been kind of distracting myself as much as possible and. Same productive way they can, you know. Yeah, it's been it's been a weird. Exactly, one. I think everyone's in the same boat with that. Um, yeah, you were you were in the contingent with with last year's leave inserts that you were. How did how did that go with the? Yeah. It was all up in the air. It was like the leave insert was one thing, but even just like that being the last year of school, I think I don't think I've properly processed it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's it was just such a weird way to finish, and it still feels so unfinished. But um. I all those yeah. all those events at the end of the year you didn't really get yeah, get any of them like it. so no really closure on the year but um I suppose you're in in the rare position <laughs> compared to your classmates that you have something to be at anyway at the minute. Um, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I suppose I I was really looking forward to getting you on to kind of talk a bit about your own inspirations for music, people that you look up to. I suppose the the art of songwriting as well is something that we'll get into. Um, and then of course what you're working on at the minute and. The work that you're doing for the American label, so I think we're all we're all really interested to to find out about about your background and also what you're doing at the minute. I think a lot of people that are mm-hmm. listening will will have heard your stuff and, and be following your progress and stuff. So really looking forward to getting into it. Yeah. Um, I suppose if you go back to the to the early days, Ashin, when you were kind of in primary school or growing up, was music always kind of the main thing for you? Like early, I I feel like the first my kind of introduction to music like was like dance. I did like dance classes with Dynamic Waves. Mm-hmm. That was like my first kind of adventure, and then I think it was like a few years later where I was like, yeah, I kind of want to do a bit more. So I went into the musical theater side of the school, right. and I loved that because that kind of you know I went into a bit of acting, and then obviously into the singing, and I feel like that kind of brought me into that side and then that kind of led me to you know start my own thing at home and um, just kind of learning songs and then obviously then wanting to write songs yeah yeah which is interesting at the start but I think I got the got the hang of it eventually what sort of musical instruments did you play or did you play any or was it just singing yeah so like early on I started I started piano like lessons um I don't I don't even know what age it was like I was might have been 10 or whatever but um yeah I think because I started with doing like classical and it was you know the lessons and yeah. it was by the book yeah. and I don't know if I kind of don't know if I vibed with that too much um but I'm grateful because it, it kind of gave me a kickstarter and then you know it wasn't long after that I was kind of exploring myself a bit and I'd kind of started doing things by ear Right. Okay. Um, so then that kind of, you know, I'm so, I'm glad I like started it through that way though. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just when you mentioned there, kind of doing it by ear, that's really interesting. Was that something that 
you kind of thought like, oh wait, I can I can re- I'm really picking this up very easy. And um, maybe that you were talking to to other people that were doing music, and you kind of felt it came to you far more naturally. Was that something that kind of dawned on you when you were younger? Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like everyone has their own way. Because you know, there would have been other people I'd be chatting to. They'd be like, oh god, no, like I have to read the notes. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know how. So yeah, I feel like yeah for me it was just like a natural sort of instinct just to yeah mm. and I suppose when you're playing the classical music and you're going through the, the, the lessons and grades like I've been there it's a disaster so it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, definitely in between kind of learning the scales and everything and the the types of piece you have to do for the grades were you always kind of playing you know kind of current music or music that you would listen to yourself on the piano where you kind of kind of varying or deviating from kind of the, the stuff that you should be doing for the exam yeah, like, I like at the start when I was just doing the exams and stuff, I, or actually, I think I literally just did grade one, so I I can't say I went too far <laughs> with it to be honest. Um, yeah, so I literally just have grade one done. But um, yeah, no, at the start I would like I was just focusing on playing the classical stuff, and then it wasn't until I just I don't know I feel like I kind of I didn't get sick of it, but I just you know I didn't I wasn't loving it. So then it wasn't a while after I was like, I kind of went back to the keyboard and I was like, okay, you know, I could, I could learn stuff myself and I could you know, look up this tutorial on YouTube and see, you know, yeah. what I can do. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's interesting because everyone I've spoken to really on this so far has been using YouTube. And I suppose it's, it's kind of a thing for yeah. our generation where it's such a tool to be able to use it. And if you use it correctly yeah, as well, you can pick up so much. Um, mm-hmm. Was there a time then when you were like, do you know what I think I think I might start recording these myself or I might start putting them up on YouTube and stuff like that when did that kind of dawn on you yeah like I hadn't thought about it at all but it was actually my sister Ashley she kind of she's like well I think for years she'd always been like oh come on we'll we'll record a video and we'll put on Facebook I think she she was just trying to like show show me off or something I don't know what she was trying to um but um yeah, so it was like a while of her telling me that, and then I was like, right, okay, I'll try it. And obviously, it was like scary because, you know, no one, like, no one kind of really knew that I sang. Yeah. And then, and I was just in, I think I was in second year when I posted the first video, I think. Right. Um. So, yeah, that was like scary. And then the thought of like, Oh God, I'm going into school and like after posting that, like what, what, what's going to be the the reaction exactly? Yeah. yeah. So you know, it was strange. I suppose then when you're when you're first and second year and stuff, who are the kind of people that that you looked up to in the music industry and kind of idols that you may have had or even different inspirations that weren't exactly in the music industry? Yeah, so definitely, like when I started playing stuff myself, I feel like. The main influences I kind of took from artists like Adele and Sam Smith, Beyonce, like Birdie. I feel like, you know, those kind of piano ballad songs, like they kind of made me want to go to the piano. And then ultimately kind of they wanted me, like made me want to start writing by myself as well. So Yeah. yeah. I suppose that when you when you do mention songwriting, I'm always interested to, to hear about this and kind of I think a lot of people would be especially interested to hear about your kind of process mm-hmm. in terms of songwriting because 
you hear so many different things and different ideas that different artists have in terms of how they keep track of all their ideas and sometimes it may just come at spontaneous moments so kind of talk me through your own process for for writing a song and I suppose how it started yeah that's the thing like it varies from person to person really um how it started like it's it's really funny because I feel like it's a really common thing where artists like start writing songs young and like the first thing they write about is heartbreak like straight up (laughs) and it's like I had no there was absolutely no there was nothing in my world that could have inspired me to write about but you know that's that's just the thing people kind of gravitate towards early on so yeah that the first songs were like sad (laughs) sad songs um so yeah that was how I kind of started them but yeah like when you mentioned like ideas and stuff that was like it's so funny because I feel like it could come at any time yeah and I, I, I even remember times in school where I was like sitting in class and like something came to me and I was like, oh God. And I, like in the middle of class and I'd be trying to like remember it in my head. Like it just, it just, it, it happens anytime. Um, and then, yeah, like with the concepts or no, like the way I start a song, it's like, it, it really depends. I could start with, I could start with like a melody here or like it could start with, a word or a lyric or a line that you think of and then it just kind of takes off from from there so it yeah. really is different every time but yeah it's it's interesting the songwriting yeah process. like I just I love it it's so it's so great to hear that like um mm. you know it's a sort of thing as well where you either have it or you don't and like you talking there about mm. you're in class and the teacher might be asking you a question you're trying to remember the the word that you thought or the the melody that you had in your head as well um a lot of kind of artists would say that they would you know keep voice notes in their phone or or write notes in their phone do you do that as well oh yeah like my (laughs) I think it was like the start of last year where it was like I hit the 1000th voice note oh really yeah so it's 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 definitely full up and but it's so handy like because I actually I used to I didn't even know the voice notes thing was a thing, but I used to like record videos. But then, yeah, the, I kind of discovered the voice notes, and it's so handy. Like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, I suppose then when you have the first initial idea, the first initial melody, how do you kind of develop it then into maybe a verse or a chorus, and then eventually into a song? How do you go through that process? Is that quite natural as well? Yeah, I feel like it's just it's just whatever comes and you just try out different things it's like you know even if even if you write a bad verse it's like okay you can just set that aside and just try write a new one um yeah it's just it really just kind of flows naturally and sometimes it does it gets hard because a lot of the time it's like you do hit a wall mm-hmm. but I feel like then you just have to kind of leave it to rest for a second and just come back when you kind of in the mood again really yeah because that's a challenge as well exactly because it's it's not like a it's not like a maths equation you know where it's if you put yeah. it if you put in the hours and you know if you keep working at it you're going to get it but yeah. it's very it has to be a natural thing that comes and you have to be in the right sure. frame of mind as well so mm-hmm. um it's interesting to hear that's what it is i suppose the first song you said was very sad um how did that go for you did you record it and put it up anywhere or how did you how did you share that song no i i i, I, yeah, I don't even know I, I i don't i probably didn't even record the first song really right i was probably like 
14 or 15. Um, yeah, I just remember it was sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I don't even remember what I did with that. And I don't even remember the song really, to be honest. But yeah. I just kind of remember the vague concepts of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Exactly. And I suppose going back to when you were saying Ashling kind of was pushing you to to video that yourself and also to put them up what was kind of the the first reaction you were getting from probably local people at the start was it what was your kind of first impression of that yeah so obviously I was like really nervous to post it but it seemed like there was a good enough reaction from the first video so I was like oh okay because <laughs> you, you know you don't know no, exactly. what yeah. people are gonna think so you know I was terrified yeah and um, but yeah that kind of that was kind of encouraging, so that kind of made me want to do more and just keep going with it because people were enjoying it. So yeah, and I was so glad that they were because yeah, now it's a scary thing. Yeah, I'd say so definitely because you would have been playing basketball as well at the time, and you would have been involved in a few mm-hmm. different other things. But I suppose then it was only then that people actually realised the passion that you had for it and the talent you had for it as well. So I'd say it was, you know, kind of a bit daunting at the start. I'm going to get very radio show on you now, but there was there's a there's a thing that they ask kind of artists as well as their desert island disc. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that phrase oh. before, but if you had to choose, I don't know whether it needs to be an exact album or not, but it could be, you know, a few songs from a particular artist. But if you had to choose just one artist or one album, do you know what it would be? Oh my god, <laughs> that's like. <sighs> That's just like oh no, that is so hard because <laughs> there was even like a there was a trend going on last year that was that's right. I think uh, it was like an Instagram story right. it was like pick your favorite albums and I was like no, there's too many. It's like asking to choose a favorite movie or like fit. You know, it's just it's so so there's so many. I could like name a few. Yeah, I will give you a few albums. I'll give you maybe. a few. I'll name yeah. a few. <laughs> oh jeez, it's so hard. Right, some that are coming to mind. Um. Oh, so many albums. I'd say Beyonce's Lemonade, John Mayer's Continuum, every Adele album there ever was. <laughs> um, oh, God, there's so many. And would you be the type of man that would listen to the album back to front, like, or would you be more listen to particular songs from the album? What's your kind of take when, it, when, when a new one comes out that you'd like? <laughs> At first, it's like I want to get a good kind of grasp. So I, I do like a few lessons front to back. Right. But then obviously you have favorites and then you're going to want to yeah. just put them on repeat. So yeah, I feel like that's my, my process. Yeah. I just, I love listening to the new, I love like, I, I'm just such a fan of music. Like I just love when new albums and songs come out. Like I just get so excited for it. And, yeah. And is it like the message behind the whole album as well? Because I feel like some people it could go over their heads in terms of the message that the artist maybe is trying to put through their album. Um, if they are just listening mm. to the singles and stuff, is that what you kind of read into as well? You just, you just love everything about it. Yeah. Like sometimes, sometimes like songs kind of grab me for different reasons. It could be, it could be like the lyric, like the lyricism, or it could be production or it could be instrumentation. But yeah, like sometimes you just get those albums that kind of grab you in all directions and you're like ah oh, this is class yeah so yeah 
Good stuff. I suppose looking at yourself now and in terms of the, the music that you've written at the moment and kind of songs, you know, you've mentioned a few artists that you're that you're fond of and that you would do covers of as well. But how would you kind of define yourself as an artist if someone was to ask you? Yeah, so like that's this year has definitely been a help of kind of growing musically and kind of developing my sound. I would say I kind of like genre wise um I would kind of fall into like a bit of pop and a bit of R&B and a bit of soul. Like I feel like that's where I kind of naturally go into with the genres. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just writing. Yeah. It's just like, sometimes it's just really clear, like where I'm getting inspiration from. Um, cause sometimes I can write like really R&B sounding songs or like sometimes I can, Sometimes they can sound like really pop and yeah, like it, it's cool. It's yeah. Um, are they sort of the main three genres that you would actually listen to as well? Or could you listen to anything? Or is there some things you're like, no, definitely not. I couldn't listen to that. I feel like I could listen to anything. I feel like recently I've kind of gotten into a bit more like alternative stuff. and Right. Yeah, like, but like sometimes there are some songs I'm just like, well, no, let's <laughs> like, I have to say like there's like there's a side of country that I love I can't like not that I'm being like oh I hate country yeah, yeah. it's just like some of the some sides of country I'm not like I'm not just massively into but like there's there's actually some some country artists that I really like yeah you've, you've um, offended half a Donegal there Ashin so I, I, I know I feel like that was a stupid thing to say <laughs> but nah you know what nah you're grand you're grand <laughs> Um, I suppose then you're going through you posted your first video there in in second year or third year of school and then obviously if you look through your YouTube channel and and your Instagram as well you can see you know the covers that you've done of those artists that you're fond of as well what was kind of the one video where you were like well the the reaction to this video or the reaction of this um, sort of snippet or song that I've put up is is great like I'm getting really good engagement yeah like well, I feel like Facebook was one of the places where I kind of got a good bit of reach because um, I started posting on YouTube and then I think it was like 2016, 2017 where I had a Facebook page um, and I think from what I remember, like I put up a cover of Castle on the Hill, Ed Sheeran, that like did pretty well. And there was like a few like original songs I posted on there that did quite well, which was like really cool to see. Um, cause like Facebook, it was kind of handy posting on there because, because it was like a social media platform. So like people could share it and they could just instantly click into it. Um, but then my page was taken down, which was kind of annoying. Oh, really? Cause yeah, I didn't cause know that. Facebook, um, the way they kind of <clears throat> the way they kind of work things I think is like the with the copyright I feel like every cover I posted was flagged right um okay. which is so annoying yeah and I think it was like three strikes or something and were you warned about this or was it to just happen all of a sudden is this all just your thinking behind it yeah like I, I posted the first time I got a flagged 
I was like, oh, geez, like, what's this? Because, like, on YouTube, Aye. you do get a warning, but you're allowed to keep them up, and it's grand. I don't think it's really a big deal on YouTube, yeah. but Facebook, I got, like, the first, I got the third flag, and I was like, and then they just completely banned me off Facebook, and that was my profile as well. Like, it wasn't even just the page, Horrible. so that was so strange. And it was, like, yeah, it was kind of annoying because there was, the, the, the numbers were kind of growing well there, but... Yeah, definitely, like... Yeah, so that I kind of... Mm, so I kind of moved back to YouTube then and a bit of Instagram stuff then. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you've got a bit of recognition as well in the past from some of the songs that you've done as well. T- talk me talk me through some of the, the people that have reached out to you or, or shared your songs. Yeah, that's that's definitely been cool. Like I, <laughs> I, posted, a, I posted a video on Twitter. I don't even know when it was. I think it was like a year or two ago and um, it was a cover of an Anne-Marie song and like she retweeted it and like said something I forget what she said but yeah that was like really cool Brilliant, to see yeah. that um she's she's unreal and then um the singer Dodie she like reposted um like an Instagram video cover I did of hers which is really cool um, and there's an Irish artist, Orly Gartland. She's like, I like covered some of her stuff. Um, so yeah, like it's re- it's really cool seeing like people you admire kind of acknowledging. Oh, definitely, yeah. Just acknowledging, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. It's it cool. must have give you a big boost of confidence though, as well. That you're like, you know what, I'm I'm on the right track here. Like people are liking it, and I'm obviously doing something right. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like I know you're being you're being modest about it, but like these are huge names as well that are kind of that are reaching out and and showing the respect for the for your talent like so it must be it must be a brilliant thing so it is yeah no like it does mean a lot for sure yeah moving on to kind of now and what you're doing at the minute talk me through the whole the whole story over the last year or two in terms of this american label i'm sure we're all interested to hear yeah it's it's been mad like and it's i don't like i haven't really talked about it a lot to yeah yeah People, is this, so is this like, an exclusive fashion? Is this, is this one? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll say it for, for your... Yeah. We'll say it's an exclusive. Um, yeah, so the way it started was I... I think it was like April 2019. Um, yeah, so it was like coming to the end of fifth year. And I got a DM on Instagram from this woman um from the company which is like ep entertainment that's like yeah no. but um yeah so she dm'd me and was like hi like saw your saw your cover on youtube and um would love to talk about like potentially working with you and i was like <laughs> well like for you know as, as soon as i like first yeah like when i saw it first i was like is this a scam really, or like what yeah, yeah. you know yeah because yeah, you just you start the question um what was the what was the song that you covered yeah so it was an uh, it was an ariana grande cover um i think it was a needy right that's the name of the song so um yeah and then so yeah she was like could you put me in contact with your manager and maybe we could set up a call <laughs> and i was like uh, is my mom and dad okay like is you know they were all sounding very professional and I was yeah. yeah so that was funny so yeah anyways we got in the first call 
and basically on the first call they were like uh we'd love to get you out to la and meet you brilliant right and of course you know we were like trying to silently freak out like, yeah. while on the phone because <laughs> like as soon as they said that we were like what is going on yeah. like what um so that was mad and then it was it was really like it was so quick the way that happened because you know we were cut like had the call in april and then we were out in america uh may time right so it was like mid-may <clears throat> um so yeah and going out then for the first trip oh geez <laughs> i was like i was so nervous really, like yeah, as you yeah. would be yeah so when they were like, you know, we want you out in America, what did they actually want to do with you? Was it recording a few songs yeah. or was it? Yeah, so they, they wanted me out for the week. I feel like maybe it was just like a an audition or like a test run, really. Like right. they wanted to get me into the studio um, with a few people just to, I guess, just see how I was cut out for it. Um, so, yeah, went over and... Yeah, it was my first time in LA, and it was madness. Like it's it's just a different world out there. Yeah. It's it's so crazy just going from Letterkenny to there. Yeah. You know, it's a massive, massive difference. Um. So yeah, met them, and like it was as soon as I landed, it was like that night. Like went straight into the studio, and like every day of the week, it was like in a different studio. You know, and it was yeah, it was it was it was just straight to work. Um. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and yeah. So what kind of stuff were they were they doing with you when you arrived on the first night? Was it your own stuff? Was it covers? What were the kind of any techniques they were kind of telling you to do, or anything they wanted to push you down? Yeah, so they they had like connected with some different writers and producers that I was going into rooms with, and I think they kind of recognized early on that um. That I, like I am a songwriter, and you know they wanted me to be a part of the songs that you know I was going to be making, which I was like so grateful for. Um, so yeah, like we were kind of in the sessions, like we would be writing new songs every day and just like recording demos of them. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. But it was kind of it was my first time writing with other people, right? And so with that, it's like you have to open yourself up to the, like those people that you just met yeah. like 10 minutes ago. It's tough. Yeah. So it's like, it's really strange. Um, and how did you find that? Did you find that challenging in a way, opening up, but also, you know, there's kind of a bit of pressure on you to make the song when you're in, you know, sometimes you were saying that you might need to come back to it and, and leave it. And that's sort of like a natural way to write songs, but how were your emotions during that whole process? Yeah, no, I have to say like it was, I was definitely nervous each time going in because, yeah, you like you do kind of have to be vulnerable with them and, yeah, but then as you were saying with the like making of the song, like sometimes I would have trouble with that. I don't know what it is about a studio and like writing with another person. It's like every time I've been in, you just manage to write the song right there and then, which is like it's on it's unreal and you not to say that I'll you know, hit a wall in a studio sometime, which I'm sure, like, it could happen, but, yeah. like, for the times that I've been in there, it's, like, 
and we've like we've got it done on the spot which has been really really cool and when you're in there like i can only imagine how cool it is like you know you're in la you've come from Letterkenny, you've been plucked out from nowhere like in terms of you know getting from, getting yeah. invited out are you just are you just living it up in this studio you're like this is this is where i meant to be this is this is exactly what i want to be doing oh like totally in my element yeah. like <laughs> just loving life like and I, I would be tired because you know the jet lag and all that but like I was just I didn't care I was like and you know you're in the studio you could be there you know you're not there for a set time like you're there for a set time to start but you know it's just like you're there for how long you want it takes to finish <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really like so and like I'd be wrecked but I was like no I don't care like it's it's just class um so yeah, it was definitely kind of unbelievable in that way because like there there are like some things over here, but I would say like especially in LA it would be definitely kind of it's a really what's the word? Like kind of like a like a hot spot for it in terms of like, yeah, like everyone yeah. everyone's there to achieve something and they're very yeah high expectations of themselves and people probably bounce off each other as well i presume out for there. sure yeah yeah there's just yeah and it's just there's so many opportunities over there and there's just so many yeah like just like the fact that we were just in a different room each day different writer different yeah. producers like so many people out there working and yeah it's really cool it's so cool to hear that like it is it's brilliant mm. like um the people that you're writing the songs with and the producers do you know any other artists they were working with at all in the past or did you did you find out any of that yeah it was like really cool to hear um so the the like company i'm signed to like they the they actually like discovered i don't know if you know the singer alessia cara um so i'd been working with like some of the writers that she'd been with so like that was kind of like crazy to me because like and I would be a big fan of hers as well yeah. um and like even yeah just even like the start of it I feel like that was the the thing like when I was trying to figure out if this message I got from this person was real or not I was like <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. seen that it was like oh followed by Alessia Caro so I was like oh, oh okay cool. yeah, yeah seems legit um, <laughs> no definitely and then yeah like some other people like I think there was like some of the writers there that had worked with like Little Mix and like Taylor Swift and like Nicki Minaj and like yeah some like really cool people like you just hear some of the names and it's mad yeah it's unbelievable it's, it's really it's crazy yeah so when you were out in LA what else did you get up to out there yeah well well so I like I had two trips all together so the first trip was yeah that kind of test run and yeah so after that when i came home <laughs> they kind of decided yeah. that and um, they'd wanted to sign me which was class and then but it was like stuff to figure out contracts and stuff so i didn't actually get out again until february february 2020 so it was like just right before we shut down and all um so but like that trip was much the same and um, it was just in the studio every day, but you know, you would have some time, like depending on whether you were starting in the evening or in the morning, it's like you had time for the day. So, you know, we try to get around to see some of the sites out there yeah. and um, like out to the beach, like the first time we were around, like 
out in Santa Monica. Like it was so nice. Like I just, <laughs> you know, you just you look at a place like that and you're just like, imagine living here. Like it's, yeah, and and it would be class. What are your like? I know your mum and dad, and I know Ashling as well, obviously, but. What were they thinking when, I suppose, when the first message comes in and, you know, you're in fifth, fifth year in school, you're, you know, the leaving starts around the corner and stuff. What are they thinking mm. in terms of, do you know what, like, we know he has this talent, but what, what was their opinion on it? Well, I mean, like, I, th- I feel like they were just nothing but supportive because, you know, they just, they knew that I'd always, like, wanted to to do something like this anyways. Um. So yeah, they were just like so excited for me and like really supportive. Like, but like, can you imagine? I had like, they were like, "Oh no, none of this." They're like, "You're going to college. You're doing I know, yeah. whatever." Yeah. Like, imagine that. So I'm, I'm so like grateful that they were that supportive and that willing to. Yeah, because it's it's yeah, great. Like, cause I'd imagine the support was the same even before you got the message. You know, to go over to America and ah, yeah. following what you want to do. It's just it's great like, because that gives you the confidence as well and you know to be comfortable in your own skin as well to kind of do what you love mm. and, and to keep um you know driving forward with it as well so Definitely. that's brilliant like yeah. um mm. so i suppose you go over the second time then in february you're, you're lucky to get away <laughs> so you were yeah it shut down. Great. yeah definitely. so when you came back then from february did lockdown did COVID have any sort of effect on going over again or were they happy enough for you to to keep recording at the house and writing at the house yeah so I guess well like because I'm in like the early stages of the whole artist thing it was like it's kind of all about just writing as much as I can and just getting loads of songs out um so yeah we were just kind of like we'll just make do with what we have and I was like facetiming with like one of the writers um her name's Alexis and like we kind of had worked well together and like I'd been like with her a few times and like we would work well together um so I'd worked a good a good bit with her over quarantine and so yeah like uh yeah we did get some good good work done to be fair so I'm, I'm actually glad like we made use of the time yeah that we had like um but it was interesting sorry sorry it was interesting like working over zoom I have to say like it's a big difference to being in the room and you know yeah when you're in the room it's like oh ideas like bouncing off the wall but yeah you know it's like oh there's a lag here and you know it's it's really strange but yeah exactly i was just going to say that like because i was like obviously it's great that you have the technology to be able to get in contact with them and kind of write Ah, together but like it's just it just couldn't be the same there's no way it could be the same in terms of the Mm. kind of the 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 natural flow as well that both these would have Um, and i just had a question about the actual songwriting itself and writing with someone else is it kind Mm. of because it's such a competitive industry there as well, are they kind of forcing you to go down a certain route or is it all coming from you and they support you and kind of guide you along them, whatever your initial thought is with the song? Yeah, I have to say, like, going into it, I was kind of wary of that as well, like, because, you know, I feel like I have heard stories of, you know, labels being controlling and all this and kind of pushing people to go a certain way. But, you know, like, they've been kind of happy to let me just write from who I am really and just kind of they've been yeah really supportive of it so I've been so grateful for that um so yeah that's brilliant yeah because I say that there's a fear for a lot of artists as well that you know that Mm. they're 
kind of artistic license in a way is could be affected if they are to sign one of these companies. Definitely. So at the minute, anyway, you know, COVID hits right in the middle of your leave insert as well. And you have this contract now with I'd say your head's already all over the shop before COVID came with all this. <laughs> yeah. So then COVID yeah. comes, you know, leave inserts cancelled, everything that comes up with that, the whole tobacco. What's your thinking then, I suppose, for, for this year and coming out of Leave Insert? What was kind of your, your main goals? Was it the label giving you stuff to do and that was the main focus? Yeah, so like the, the, the kind of next step with them actually was going out and having meetings with like the major labels. Okay. So that that was like the, the next step. Um, so like this EP kind of, they kind of act as a stepping stone, I think. Like I'm, you know, I'm not... Um, an expert with all that but um so yeah that was the next step was getting those meetings done and then like hopefully getting a deal with them and then kind of going i think full force on the artist thing and getting songs out and um yes but you know that kind of was put on hold um until i can get out so yeah right now we're kind of talking about the idea of like releasing stuff independently which is kind of exciting because i think it's a good idea to get get those songs out because i'm just going to be left with a backlog exactly of yeah, yeah. all these songs that yeah and i imagine as well the kind of you've been writing a song maybe for 18 months i don't know how long but you know th- that it could be in the works and you might be a totally different person for the time that song does come out like and you might not uh, yeah. like it as much i think it's important to kind of stamp the moment in time as well with songs that like this exactly. is what you're feeling at the certain time and this is you, you know, you'd be able to follow your progression then as an artist from, from when you were a teenager up to whenever. Like, so I think that's yeah, definitely important. Sure. Um, mm. it's, it's, it's actually, it's unbelievable listening to you, Ashen, because it's, it's so, <laughs> it's just so different to anything that you'd be hearing at home. And it's, it's great that someone yeah. from Letter Candy is, is doing that, like, and kind of putting them on the map as well. So it's brilliant. Um, I suppose, was there any sort of challenges that came with it as well? I know you mentioned kind of the fear of going over and, you know, kind of taking away your your own kind of views and your own kind of um, artistic license in terms of songwriting. But was there any challenges that you faced when you were over there in terms of maybe being drained from the from the actual working in the studio or, you know, not being able to get on maybe with the writers and stuff? Yeah, and yeah, because I was you know right miss so many different people and um, I feel like that was the point of it because you know you're trying to find the people that you you work really well yeah. with and you, you you're not gonna you're not gonna you know mix well with like everyone yeah. um so yeah that was a bit of a challenge but I feel like we did find like find some some good people that like I I do work really well with but I'm really excited because I still feel like I have so much so much like more to do and so many more people to meet and write with and you know so many more sessions to do so I'm excited to explore even more and you know I I, like I accept that there's going to be there's going to be sessions that are just not as you know not as energy filled or you know and that's just that's just the way I think. Yeah, same with everything. Like I think, um, mm. so it's important that you know to recognize that as well and not to get frustrated with it. Because I'd say that's that's one yeah. one kind of lane that you can't get frustrated with the music. I I'd say, um, and you just had need to need to let it come naturally in a way. For sure, yeah. I suppose you were saying there, 
you know that you're looking to get back out to LA you know as soon as possible mm. whenever you can the next time you go out will that just be another recording session or are you thinking more permanently yeah no I I like I do, it's so weird as well because I I just don't know what the future looks like at all yeah. so it's kind of like stressful but you know it's exciting at the same time so yeah I think at the minute it's just going to be like trips and we'll just see what happens um but yeah I think the next thing is just getting more of a card and done and getting those meetings with the the bigger labels which is exciting so yeah. and it's kind of like a broader message I was just thinking of as well not even a broader message broader, broader question kind of about the music industry in general and yeah. how it's been affected by COVID mm. when you're kind of talking with the label and stuff and just you know kind of normal conversation with them as well how do they think that the that the industry has been affected in terms of not having the same amount of concerts. You have all these huge artists as well that have released music and not been able to, to tour with it as well. Do they feel that that it's going to probably boom bigger than ever when it is back? Or have you had kind of those discussions about, you know, life after COVID in terms of the music industry? Yeah, I like I haven't chatted too much of that about them. But yeah, like it's, it's so clear to see because, you know, the touring aspect is such a big part of an artist. Yeah. And like even just there's so many jobs that were lost with that as well. There's yeah. like there's so much that goes into a show. So like that's got to be hard to see. But yeah, I'm really hoping that, you know, we can get back into it as soon as we can. And yeah, like I have to say, like I'm I wouldn't say I'm too experienced with performing live. Like I've done a bit, but yeah. definitely not with, you know, my own stuff or like yeah. my own you know, kind of show essentially. So that that's like something really cool and something I hope I get to get to do at some stage. Is that kind of one of your main motivating factors when you are writing is to be able to perform for people or is it just the music itself that you kind of want to share or is it the buzz and adrenaline you get up perform and what's kind of your main your main focus whenever you are sitting in those sessions trying to trying to write? Yeah, like sometimes with different songs it's like if there's so, if there's a song that's like giving a little more energy, you're like, oh, okay, I can imagine, I can imagine like people getting kind of hyped for this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Okay, I I want to play into that, and I want to, you know, I want to, you know, oh no, do more to make it. I'm trying to say, like, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. No, like, it yeah, depends on the song. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it does. And, you know, with the ballads, it's like people are going to be screaming that as well. So, yeah, I do try to. But, yeah, I, like I'm at the very early stages. So, you know, I can't, I can't say that I know too much yeah, yeah. about no, it. Yeah, I know but, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good to yeah. be able to, to think ahead anyway, I suppose, for it. Um, Definitely, yeah. I mean, I don't want to ask where you want to see yourself in five years time because it's a fickle business but I suppose and for this COVID you wouldn't know but no, if there's no. is there kind of dream places you'd like to perform is there people you'd like to collab with if you're throwing them out into the, into the universe now and hoping for the best who are kind of the people that you'd love to to be sharing a stage with someday oh my god like so many yeah it's so it's so strange because as much as like it's an exciting thing, like this whole adventure, we'll call yeah. it. Um, it's kind of scary because it's like you don't know what you don't know what could happen, and you don't know how well it could go or how you know. But um, yeah, like I'm obviously hoping that um, 
all things go well and like talking about people I'd love to work with. Oh my god, so many. Actually, they'll all be listening. Like, so you better make sure. To... Oh, they'll they'll be yeah, in yeah. here. I'll just they'll yeah. all be listening. So you don't don't leave out everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like but there's there's so many like producers and like songwriters and artists like there's just so so many i should probably like make a list so that i i'm able to answer this question like maybe next time, time maybe but, next time <laughs> yeah because right now i'm just like oh there's just like so so many i can imagine um, yeah 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 definitely i don't know i just i just think it's amazing listening to you to hear about it. it's so different to everything else like as i said earlier about mm. the the other podcasts we've had are people kind of starting a business through their own initiatives and through their own passions. And, and you've just done the same yeah. with music as well and kind of taking the leap of faith and then also getting the recognition as well. So it's great to see. Ashin, I think that's that's all from me anyway. Okay, cool. I, I really appreciate you coming on. I think it was it was great, great to hear. So it was um, like a lot of people that would be listening, have listened to your songs and have listened to your covers as well. And I've been kind of tracking your progress and, and following you along. And there's been there's mm. been whispers that you might have had, you know, some <laughs> contact with an American label. So I think it's great that that you can share your story. And look, I think it's safe to say that everyone Letter Kenny here is we're all behind you. And uh, we really wish you, wish you the best of luck for the future as well. I suppose before you leave, where can they kind of find you if people want to listen to some of the songs that you have and I suppose what's coming up as well in the next few months if you have anything coming up yeah well first of all like thanks for having me on like I really appreciate it because um yeah that's the thing like I just haven't been I haven't really shared it as much as I've been able to um and you know I'm I'm not like I wouldn't say talking is my like strong point you know ask me to sing a song grand but you know yeah ask me to you know that's not my so yeah um no this has been like really cool but um so yeah like I suppose social media is the main mm-hmm. the main place to find me at the minute um like instagram is just ashini my name <laughs> and then um youtube yeah. is just my name as well ashini um tiktok is like a big a big growing thing as well i can't say like you know I, i'm not on there too much and i probably should put some time into that but yeah. um I think it's Oshini Seven is the username on that. Okay. So that's my yeah. Great stuff. My... Anyway, you did you did brilliantly. Anyway, if you're not a talker, I think you're a natural. Oh now, God, so, I don't know about that. Um, when you're on all the big American TV shows, you can remember the mixed bag podcast and say, Do you know what I learned? I learned all all the tricks there on that show. So that'll give you. Now listen, this this I feel like this podcast is going to grow, and I think it's like really cool because <laughs> I haven't like. I haven't seen anything like this locally, so I think it's like really cool what you're doing so far, play man. Yeah, thanks very much. It's going, it's going well so far. People are, yeah. people are liking it. I think so. Um, anyway, just before we go, you can follow the Mixed Bag Podcast on Instagram as well to keep up to date with the next episodes and the previous episodes as well. Um, and I think that's it for me. Anyway, thanks very much, Ashin, again, and uh, all the best. 